Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Okay. All right. So here we are again, Nay. Yes. I don't think I... Okay. I did put my phone on silent. Did you? I was okay. doing that and uh, you had already pushed the button. Yeah, is yours you. on silent? Yes, it is. And we're on airplane mode. So hopefully I won't get a telephone call because you know that just messes up the whole... <laughs> the whole vibe we got. I know. <laughs> we got a vibe going. We do. Is that a good thing? A Jesus vibe? Yeah, that's a thing. We could have a Jesus vibe. Yeah. We don't want any other kind of vibe. No. Just a Jesus vibe. Yeah, it just it reminds me. I just told Allie the other day, yeah, we're addicted to Jesus. That's okay. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Well, what's funny is her, her, just her comment about yeah. movies and ice cream. Yeah, it was, it was so hilarious because she came home from work and she... If you guys don't know, she is a personal assistant and helps um, a young lady that has autism. <clears throat> and they're like friends. Wow. They're friends. And, and they'll... That, gr- that girl <laughs> needs a friend. Yeah. But she does do stuff, you know, gets her groceries and yeah. puts them away and, and washes her hair and helps her uh, clean her little condo and, you know, but Allie throws fun things in there too, you know, and they'll go shopping together. Or, Aww watch a movie so she stayed over there longer and the i i always want to say little girl she's not a little girl this young lady yeah likes um wonder woman so they watch oh does she really <laughs> yeah it's so cute she loves wonder woman so they had ice cream and wonder woman so ali comes home with a huge revelation huge like she couldn't get over it <laughs> you know how ali is <laughs> she's like mom i get paid to watch movies and need ice cream. That is so Ali. <laughs> like, yeah. She's like, is this illegal? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, no. I go, this is what your purpose and calling is. It doesn't feel like work. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, and then I shared, you know, I get to talk about Jesus all day. Yeah. You know, and that's when God has your you doing your purpose and calling, it doesn't feel like work. Now, no. it doesn't mean that it can't get a little, you know, a little stressful here and there, but that's right. Um, it's like he always gives you enough to sustain you and revive you, you know. Yes. And, and so because I was so busy this week, and I'm sure you were busy too. And like Wednesday, it was Wednesday. Now, you know, we work Tuesday, Wednesday, oh, Thursday. Okay, yeah. people. But we cram Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> yeah, right. Thursday. Right. So when Friday comes, we're oh, like, we love Fridays. Oh, thank you, Jesus, yes. for Friday. Yeah. But Wednesday was here, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm I'm really tired already. Yeah. Just mentally tired. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I got I got one more day. Right. I got to finish this but one then strong, it, and it then I got by. one more. Yeah, it kind of yeah, and then what were we talking about yesterday? And then you're like, okay, well, we'll we'll do that on Friday. And I'm like, girl, Friday is tomorrow. Right? (laughs) It was so funny. (laughs) We're like, oh no. Yeah. Right. We didn't have time. 
Exactly. Okay, so what are we going to talk about here, Dave? Because uh, well, we got to give the people something from the Lord. Yeah, and I I feel like um, going to talk about some. It's kind of deep. It is kind of deep. But, I, but actually, while you were praying, because we always pray before we hit the button, you guys. That's right. <laughs> and I felt like the Lord was saying, um, make it make it really simple. Go back and to explain the source of where it came from so people understand the truth of it. Okay. Here's what I mean. Okay. We're going to talk about open doors and yes. evil spirits. Op okay. Open doors, evil spirits. Yeah. Yes. And... Um, a lot of people don't realize that certain things are spirits. And I know we have brought out the scripture before the Second Timothy 1.7 where for God has not given us a spirit of fear. He used the word spirit. Right. So fear is a spirit. But we got to understand in the beginning, don't you think, like what happened and how these spirits are here? And it's it, true. You know, I mean, just make it very simple because um, in the beginning, what's our what's our scripture though? Are we going to yeah, do the one about um, we don't wrestle with flesh and blood? Well, what I was thinking was is that people need to realize that we're not we're not. We're not born as children of God. We're born into sin. We are born into sin. Okay. Yes. So I know a lot of people will mistakenly say we're all children of God. That's not true. That is not true. It's not nope. true. Nope. Because you have to be born again. Yes. For that to happen. Yes. Yeah. Because Adam, and I know we're going back to basics. Yeah. But sometimes it's good to go back to basics. Sure. Yes. When Lucifer, then he's the one that committed the first sin. Lucifer uh -huh. got prideful right. and wanted to be God. Yes, and he took so, some angels with him. Yes, and so he had a plan. Yeah. And he deceived Eve, which in turn went to her husband. Yes. Adam is the one that broke the covenant. That's because right. Because the covenant was between God and Adam. Uh-huh. When the covenant was broken... Um, then basically he was not under God's blessing or covering. That's like right. Like what we know. Yeah, he wasn't under... They, Adam and Eve were not under God's covering. Right. They stepped out of that. They did. They made the choice. Yes. And then the Lord even cursed the land. Yes. Which we learned a good fact about, which you want to share, about the thorns. Do you know, do you know where my mind's going? Yes, I do know where your mind's going, but you're going to have to uh, remind me because you just caught me totally off guard. Thank you very much. Well, you usually do that to me. Oh, my goodness. You know where... Naomi. Okay, so... Weren't we... We were reading yes. it in here. Yes. So in our, for one class. Yeah, so oh, yeah, so the, the Lord cursed the, the land, and that was in uh, Genesis where he says... Um, what is that scripture? Where... It will produce thorns and thistles. Yes, thorns correct. and thistles. Correct. And can I just uh, stop you just for one yeah. second? So I'm on the same page. But it's this up on the top somewhere on the left. This wasn't in the Jezebel chapter, was it? No, the next one after it. <coughs> oh, it was I this think. one, the spiritual identity. Maybe I bet you I can find it quicker. Okay. 
But you talk about the thorns and thistles in the land. Isn't that in Genesis? Um, Genesis 3.18. Okay, let me just turn there. Let me just turn there, okay? So we know what we're reading. 3.18, Genesis. Hang on to your... Mm -hmm. Hang on, hang on. Okay, I'm there. It says... Let me go up to 17. It says, Then to Adam he said, Because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for your sake, and toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life, both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you. Okay, so let's just think about this. I wrote this down, Naomi, in my Bible. Oh, yeah, and I found the little spot. Yeah, I got it. Um, So... It says, both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you. Well, guess what, people? Jesus took the curse of thorns to the cross and redeemed the fallen dominion, providing a way for Adam's descendants to lay claim to their rightful inheritance as a blessing in place of a curse. So get this, y'all. Um, in Genesis 3.18, it says, Both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth. Guess what Jesus was wearing Yeah. on that on the cross? A crown a of crown thorns. A crown of thorns. Yeah. I he thought that, that was mind-blowing, wasn't it, yes. when you read that? Yes. I know. I was like, okay, i got to put this in my Bible because that is so true. Back here in Genesis, yeah. it's talking about thorns and thistles. And then Jesus on the put himself on that cross. So there's purpose in everything. Oh, my goodness, y'all. Even the crown upon his head with thorns. It wasn't like... Uh, it wasn't like those Roman soldiers were being ignorant and just decided, oh, let's just make this, let's just mock him and put this crown of thorns on his head. There was purpose (laughs) to those thorns. Right. uh, That thorn of crown, or the crown of thorns. Yes. There was purpose, and it goes all the way back to Genesis. Yeah. Mind blown. I was like, wow, that was incredible. Right. So let me just read one little paragraph out of this. And to give credit to where this revelation came, because it was not ours, right? was Dr. Stephen Whitman, who wrote Unchained and Undercover, which is a very good book. You could get it off of Amazon, yes. but it's actually um, a class that Naomi and I have to take. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're taking that and we're reading the book, and man, is there some good stuff in that book. Right, because here it says... The dominion of the earth is legally Satan's, and it is cursed. Yeah. Before Adam's descendants can reclaim their inheritance of the dominion, it must first be redeemed from God's curse, which occurred after man's fall. Who is our Redeemer? Jesus Christ, of course. And what does the cursed land grow? It grows thistles and thorns. What did Jesus wear upon his head at the crucifixion? He wore a crown of thorns, just like you said. So that curse had to turn into a blessing but where we're going is to prove here okay and where we read the the land has been cursed because adam and Eve, or i'm sorry lucifer was cast down out of heaven because of his 
pride in his sin. That's right. And he took a third of the angels That's with right. him. Mm -hmm. So a third of these angels are evil spirits because they wanted to follow Satan. They mm -hmm. He got them all Riled on up. his side. Mm -hmm. He got his little army because yeah. he wants to do everything that Christ does. He's got his people. That's right. Okay, his angels. And they've been cast down on earth. Now, we've also read in Scripture where uh, Satan can go to and fro. You know, mm -hmm. he, he can go here and there. So Satan is also not... Um, he can't be at all places at one time. He's got to have people. So he's got to have these evil spirits. Uh -huh. What do these evil spirits do? Because as we read last, like you, you did bring that scripture up, which is relevant for this week also, what we wrestle against. Mm -hmm. So the evil spirits, they're going to sit here and watch you. Okay, so how I envision it, how I explained it to a client this week is that since we're not born as God's children, we don't have that covering or protection over we're us. We're born into sin. Okay. We're born into sin. Mm -hmm. And the enemy wants to keep you that way. Right. He doesn't want you to get in the right lane. He, he doesn't, doesn't want you He to doesn't want Jesus. you born again. He doesn't right. want you saved. Right. Yes. Right. So he studies you, mm -hmm. and like how we've always taught, babies are born happy and right. joyful and innocent right but they're sin but they're sinful you they're don't have sinful. to teach a child not that you you don't have to teach them not to share they don't want to share they want to be selfish they're and greedy they're selfish they're selfish yeah and they're self-centered yes because they can't do anything on their own yeah we have to teach them you have to share yes you have to share and so um yeah about <laughs> I just went blank. That's funny. Don't laugh at me. I'm laughing. You're laughing. Lord help me. Okay. Bring it back. Bring it back. It's Bring coming. it back. It's coming back. It's coming back. Wow. Wow. If you all could have seen her face. If you just all could have seen her face. Oh my. Okay. Uh, well, oh, senior moment. And you're younger than I am. Stop. <laughs> Wow, that was that was straight to the jugular. Wow, you know what? The enemy doesn't want you even talking about him yeah, right now. He does not like it. But wait, he just like wiped that out of your brain and I saw it. It's like you were talking and then you were shut up. <laughs> well, I rebuke that. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. I do too in the name of Jesus. Yeah, I don't know what's because... happening over there, y'all, but <laughs> people need to know about this. Right. We were talking about, um, you know, babies, and then we don't have the covering over us. Right. We're born into sin, so that's we're a fact. We're born into that's sin, in the Bible. spirits, yes. We're born into sin. I think that's in First John. So, because we're... <laughs> it's not going to give me the giggle. Stop it. Stop. Okay. We were doing really good, Naomi. This is a great topic. Reel it back in. Come on okay. now. Okay, so... Born into sin. Yes, we're born into sin. We're sinners. We don't have Prideful. God's covering. The enemy is going to study us. Yes. Find out what our weaknesses are. That's right. To keep us in sin. Okay? Right. And you know how sometimes when you start to like, 
you want to go deep with the Lord or you want to even figure out who he is or you want to get saved or you want to accept Jesus Christ in your heart and it seems like the attacks get harder and harder and this is yeah. why Paul is saying as a Christian it's not easy it's You're not easy to walk this walk tribulations because yes. now you become a threat we to are the enemy we are threats absolutely okay. and this is you were going with what you were telling your your clients about about the spirits yes. about evil spirits yes that I was doing well and then uh -huh. you, you diverted no keep going okay sis. you got this okay yeah Keep so going. yeah, I was explaining to her that that you know <laughs> stop, y'all. She is having complete mind blank. Amnesia. Right now. I have amnesia. <laughs> is that what that is? It's amnesia, and you're not helping. Well, because we're I'm, supposed to vibe off each other. I know, and I'm trying. You're I, not vibing. Well, I we was talking in the beginning about having I, a vibe, girl. I wasn't sitting in your session with your client. But, <laughs> but you know where I'm going. Yes, I know you're going. Can you participate? I'm participating. <laughs> This is crazy. Okay, I'm sorry. I uh, so serious? apologize. You know what? I'm sorry, Lord. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the enemy doesn't want us talking yeah. to him like this because he doesn't want people to be aware. He doesn't want people to be aware that him and his little friends, you know, the third yeah, of the angels right. that he has brought with him, because the, that they do destruction to people. Yeah, and people will continue to fight that in the flesh and not fight it in the spirit. Right, and that's the thing. You can't be thinking just with your mind. You have you have to know that there's stuff happening in the spiritual realm that the enemy and his little friends yeah. are wanting to do. Because the closer you get to the Lord... And when you figure out your purpose in the Lord and what the Lord is wanting you to do, yes, the enemy is not just going to sit on the sidelines. Because that's that's your identity in Christ. Yes. That's your identity in Christ. And yes. if he can keep you away from that, then he will, he will win. Yeah. He will win because then you're not fulfilling what God has called you to do, which is part of the kingdom work. Right, and he wants you to back down from getting closer to the Lord mm -hmm. or, um, you know, even studying knowing the, the word. word. Yeah, even knowing who he is. Yeah, for even sure. in your Bible. I mean, you... <sighs> because we were talking about, um, you know, like our sessions this week and so many people, they're being attacked by the enemy. But then we were reeling it back in to open doors is yes. because people are opening the door and allowing the enemy to come in because if if you just feel like you're being attacked from all angles financial mm -hmm. health issues relationship issues well you gotta take a look at are you in your word seriously that is the simplest thing you guys yeah. i mean we would not have as many clients as we have if yep. if if clients would you know would 
we get in the word we're not saying that you won't you won't have any problems right because the lord he's already said on this earth we're going to have trials and tribulations mm -hmm. but this is this is your armor yeah this word the word of god is your armor you have to be spiritually protected mm -hmm. to fight off the enemy's those, attacks. Yeah, the enemy's attacks and those those ugly spirits. Yeah. Spirit of fear. Right. The spirit of rejection, the uh -huh. spirit of abandonment, the spirit of illegitimacy. Yes. Um, all of these. And you have to be aware that those are a thing. Yeah. If you don't think that there is there's no hell, there's no such thing as right. hell. My goodness! If you don't think that there's there's no such thing as an enemy, mm -hmm. right? Wow, you're gonna get caught off guard. Yeah, yes, for sure. Yeah, you cannot believe in in Jesus Christ and not believe in Satan, right? Because see, Satan wants to be God. Mm -hmm. He wants he wants to take the place of Jesus, but that that's already been establish mm -hmm. and what does the scripture say what is that that uh it's um, um john 15 5 is it where the enemies come to steal kill and destroy yeah is let's that just john look at 15? that Wait. no that's i'm the vine you're gonna yeah you're right you're gonna have to look that up for me yeah um it's a it's a famous verse, Naomi. Come on. That's all right. We can't remember all of them. And here's what's really powerful. Oh, John 10.10. I was close. <laughs> John 10.10. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was right there, eh? Naomi. Yeah. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and destroy. I've come that they may have life, that they may have it more abundantly yeah see jesus is the opposite of the enemy he's come to give life the enemy's come to kill and destroy now here's what's really powerful is when you insert your name yeah or your job or your family yes. or your spouse's name in there uh-huh it is very powerful and i've done that before in counseling yes. why i've said that the enemy has come to steal kill and destroy and i fill in their name yeah and then it's real personal. Yeah, it is. Then you can get riled up and mad. Well, see, this is what I've told my clients this week. I'm like, because so, they, you know, so many people have come to just say, man, I've got this going on, health issues, financial issues. I don't have anybody around me. I feel so alone. And um, I've said that, um, you know, the enemy just doesn't, the enemy doesn't want you to have anybody right so, which he will lead you into isolation yes which that's of it's the very enemy dangerous that's of the enemy because because god is all about relationship mm -hmm. see everything that that jesus is for the enemy is the opposite right complete opposite uh -huh. of that right and i just listened to a um a testimony and it was very interesting how the gentleman was in bondage for five years and he explained that the enemy was using isolation and causing him to not confess his sin and actually the lord kind of he realized didn't just take this addiction away and he kept 
praying you know some people might be out there being like Lord, you know, I've seen you've taken, you know, this addiction away from other people. Why can't you just take it from me? Why can't you just take it from me? Is there other sin in their life? Well, what he was, he was, he was avoiding being honest and open about his sin. And you know how the scriptures say you need to be transparent. You need to go and tell, you need to go and tell someone to help you confess your sins. And Sometimes you can't just confess that to the Lord. You have to confess it to a, an accountability partner or a brother or a pastor sister in Christ. Or, or someone, yes, that can help. And that's what the Lord was waiting on because that was a part of his restoration was these mm. people. These people. God's were, putting those people in yes. place for him, right? Yes, because he, he was trying to do it all on his own. He was trying to yep. fight the addiction all by himself Can't in do isolation. That. Can't do that. It wasn't working, and God was trying to teach him he needed people. He needed to step out of isolation and trust. Yeah. And he was just so full of fear and shame of what they were going to think of him. But oh. he said, after it was so minimal, like, don't let the enemy lie to you. It was yeah. so minimal compared to the freedom that he got. And then out of it, he said there wasn't just one other person with the same addiction. There was like three that Isn't he was that able something? to actually come alongside and help them. Yeah. So see, there was purpose in God not taking that from him. Right. He had to learn to step out of the isolation, which is harmful. That's right. And which could keep you in that bondage. And right. it's a little bit prideful, he said. You know, it's prideful thinking I can, I can do, do it all it on, on my, my own. own. Yeah. And so once he exposed himself and his sin Mm -hmm. to other people that loved him and received him and and like had so much compassion for him he knew that it helped because then he wasn't just letting himself down like he knew he had to really fight and then when the lord blessed him with a um a, a girlfriend that became his wife he was really found himself fighting for her not just for him like okay. there was more purpose to him yeah staying clean and not falling Absolutely. into the sin because it wouldn't just destroy him now it yeah. was going to destroy her yeah and other people you know i told a client this week i said um you need to get out a piece of paper and a pen and on one column write all of those things that the enemy is telling you yeah I'm not good enough. I'm I'm not a very good Christian. The Lord doesn't have a purpose and a plan for me. You know, whatever those lies are from the enemy. But then on the other column, write what is the reality? What's the truth of God's word? And what what is it that God has for you? Right. Because that person is stuck in the left-hand column of all of the lies that the enemy is telling him yeah and that that isn't um without even knowing it okay so you may not be actually opening the doors but events or other things around you could be opening a door to you that's right because whatever events and experiences is what molds us into who we are so like you said you need to go back and and write down very significant events in your life and they could even be conversations that you remember that were embedded in your mind sure and what did you what message did you receive from that 
because it could have been like even an unspoken message, just an event that happened. Right. What was the message you perceived? Then you need to ask yourself, was this message true or false? Mm -hmm. Because that's an open door. Yeah. That's where people start to have fear of rejection, fear of abandonment, you know, um, you know, fear of, of all kinds of stuff. The, the spirit of fear, the, the rejection. Yeah. So what the message, I'm not worth it. Yes. Feeling unworthy, feeling not valuable, feeling you don't have a voice or feeling a purpose. Yeah. No purpose. You're insignificant. Um, that you're not smart enough. Um, what what was the messages that you perceived from these events or these conversations that took place? And this is maybe a door that was open. And is it are these is this message still affecting your life today? Are you still have a fear of abandonment or rejection? Do you you know do you what are you struggling with? today is there a fear of not having money where did that that's also something right absolutely um, you know fear of not having enough you know um i know that we need to we need to wrap this up but i think people should go to the back of their bible in the concordance and look up the scriptures for doors mm -hmm. for doors or door because there's a lot of scriptures in there that I think is, they're really... They're Even really, Jesus is related to being the door. Well, I'm just looking at this one in Revelation uh, 3.8. It says, mm -hmm. I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door and no one can shut it. For you have, you have a little strength, have kept my word and have not denied my name. Um, but listen, you got to understand... Which is the correct open door to go through? Mm -hmm. Is it Jesus's open door, or is it? Are you are you walking through Satan's open door? Right. Which that is, that's in John ten seven about Jesus being the door. That's Jesus right. said he said, "Most surely I say to you, I am the door of the sheep." What was that scripture again? John ten seven. Yes. Mm hmm. Okay, so I know that. Uh, we kind of had a hiccup here in the middle of our... Sorry about that. Hey, that's okay. You know what? Um, sometimes our mind just... Wow. Goes blank. Right? It does. <laughs> but hey, we're victors. We're victors in Christ. And we made it through this one. Yes. So do an inventory check. Yeah. Like we always say. Check. Is there any doors that I'm opening that, you know, are could be sinful doors that's causing us to have chaos and the enemy continue to torment and bring drama into our life are we yeah are we are we doing anything that is an open door and some that actually came across my mind when when you were praying is like even innocent things like reading a horoscope is oh an open yeah door. yeah uh, any kind of things of sorcery magic yep is not of the lord um Watching certain shows with sorceries and yeah. and magic could be an open door. Sure. Um, because your mind is taking that in. It is. Think you got to watch what you put into your eyes. Yes. Like the Bible says, ear gates, eye gates. What you're reading. Gate. You know, mm -hmm. check what your kids' games, what are they playing? Is right. It, is it witchcraft stuff? Right. Um, it may seem innocent. Yeah. It is. 
but what know. are you allowing into your home? Right. Yeah. Yeah, we could talk about this all Even, day long. You know, you got to be careful with, with yoga and yes. stuff like that. You Absolutely. need to find out and do your research of where it started from. Mm -hmm. and, um, if I just take the rule of thumb that if anything I feel in my heart would be offensive to the Lord, I'm going to stay away from it because it's not worth it. Right. Absolutely. But sometimes you don't even, you don't even know. Yes. You know, sometimes that, people you don't, don't even know, know yeah. that that's not even, that's not even good because it seems innocent. It seems, yeah. you know, because it's a lie from the Everybody enemy. Everybody else is doing it. Yeah. It's in a church. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to check all that. Yeah, you do. All right. Okay. We'll have a good one. Okay. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.